0: What is up everybody and welcome to our pre Super Bowl. Yes, it's hard to believe it. it's already Super Bowl weekend. Our pre Super Bowl episode of the Unrelated Sports Podcast. I am Andy McConnell and with me, as always, is my buddy, Mr. Cody Allstatt. Cody, how we doing?
1: I'm doing good. Um super pumped for the Super Bowl. Huh, how about thank yourself?
0: You. Thank
1: you. I- I lame didn't play
0: on words. Nah, that no, was pretty good. I'll give I'll give it credit. I'll give it credit. I mean I'm pumped. I mean, I get, I get a Super Bowl two weeks in a row. I mean, we got the Super Bowl this week, and then my Super Bowl, the Daytona 500, next week.
1: Uh, Yeah, we got the Super Bowl. Well, I, I kind of get a Super Bowl two weeks in a row because I just played a Super Bowl on Madden and won it for my 14th out of 18 years. Um, that's, And then we get to watch you, the Super Bowl this weekend, so I'm pretty hey, pumped about that.
0: Hey, hey, I'm proud of you. It's still going to be probably you. the closest that the Dolphins ever come to winning the Super Bowl in your lifetime, but I'm proud of you.
1: <sighs> I wish much pain on you. Um, yeah. That's, I don't like you friend. right now. It's okay, that's, though.
0: Friend- that's our friendship in a nutshell.
1: It really is. It's <laughs> it's dissing each other, trying to go too far, but we really haven't reached that limit yet.
0: No. yeah, we will maybe. Someday. I don't know. I'm going to guess
1: oh yeah I'm going to guess that if somebody says something inappropriate that the other can't take it's going to be me saying the inappropriateness why would you say that? because I think I have a much much uh, more sadistic view of the world than you do
0: tell me it's not all sunshine and rainbows
1: it's not all Disney movies buddy aw what about Nick? there's Nick at night (laughs)
0: Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. So we're talking about like and full then house, reference about layer, like a, like a... yeah,
1: okay. yeah. Or you can go with what I've been watching lately. as True Detective.
0: Oh, okay. Does that mean I'm nothing I like... one of the people It's. That, I might be one of the people that dies on. Is that what that means?
1: Maybe someday. Oh, okay. You oh, you maybe. do have this like murder victim vibe. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've heard that. I've also heard, like, <laughs> if I ever go to Vegas with four people, I've heard I'll be the one that gets left on the roof. Like, Yeah,
1: I could 100% see that. But that does mean you're getting married. And to do that, you'll have had to have talked to a female. So I don't know about that one.
0: <sighs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> We're maybe, working on maybe. it, buddy. Hey, hey, do you believe in miracles, Cody?
1: I do believe in miracles.
0: Okay, that's good. I mean... Look, we have a miracle just even getting our podcast going. That's true. I mean, I, 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 we, had, we had, I had no computer issues tonight, so it's like a it's a win win.
1: It's shocking. We got this started pretty quickly, and we're we're rolling.
0: Yeah, we're only partially off the rails already. So, um, so do you have a good weekend? Do anything big?
1: Uh no. We uh, so wife and kids and I went bowling on Friday night, um, which. I didn't know you now pay by the hour instead of or by the by the fifteen minute frames. And um, well, they only had one lane available for us, and we had four adults and four kids, but we only had set up for three of them. We paid for one hour, and we got through about six and a half frames. Nice in that hour, yeah. So yeah,
0: I don't. I don't understand why you pay for time like that makes zero sense in the world.
1: No, I would have much rather paid for a game per game. I'd have paid more to play per game because then I could have at least finished one game.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: and it's it's rough. The one that we went to is also an arcade, and we've got a seven and a two year old. They're pretty. pretty much gonna run to the pretty colors and lights and flashing noises and all that so it it was hard to keep their concentration and get them to bowl
0: yeah oh um, no no here's the most important question were you at six strikes by the time you quit
1: I had one strike and two spares so Golf club here. I did follow up one of my spares with a gutter ball which was not a good look but
0: Hey, hey, that's what I do. So I'm proud of you.
1: Yeah. I did not use the uh the guards, which oh, I'm pretty proud line. of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Nice. Did you use a little like ramp, you know, that you can line up your ball that you can just cool. shove it down and
1: We did that for the kids, yes. Had oh, they to move have it. strikes all the time then. They did not. The ball does not move at, at a speed that can get them a strike. Especially oh, when well, you're using be- a kid's ball and whew, It would like I'd watch it go about three quarters down Straight and then it'd get to like the very end And it'd just take a hard right Right into the gutter Or and to the then, bumper and then it hit one ball
0: Well then th- why didn't you line it up All the way to the left then So then at the end it would take a hard right
1: Because uh, kids patience is not There They wanted no. it just They didn't care they just shove it and go
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's... Okay. I, I understand that. We all have pretty quick attention spans at that age. Or now.
1: Yeah. That's fine.
0: Yeah, Look, pretty bird. Oh, I thought oh, I just saw a squirrel, so... What were we talking about?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't okay. had a clue what we've been talking about since we started this podcast.
0: That's true. We're all just making it up on the fly. That's what we're supposed to do as podcasters, right? Exactly. Okay. Good. Good. Um... Yeah, on my end, um, my weekend was very chill. Um, the little well, NASCAR clash at the Coliseum was supposed to be Sunday night. It got moved up to Saturday night because of uh, the weather. Which, believe it or not, NASCAR actually did something smart for once really? in their lives.
1: Did they have it at night then?
0: Yep, it was still at night. Um, but, okay. Yeah, NASCAR and smart are not usually two words that go together. So I'm. It was miracles do happen.
1: <laughs> NASCAR fan and smart definitely don't go together.
0: Wait, what do you call me then?
1: Anyway, uh, so how many fans were actually in the Coliseum? The...
0: Well, considering of a late notice that NASCAR kind of gave everybody, like I think they gave, they gave them like two or three hours' notice before, maybe four, before, before uh, when they moved everything up. I think they ended up with maybe five, 6,000 people, which still isn't bad. I mean, the event was free, um, but it was okay. really like. I mean, people were expected to show up the next day because I think Machine Gun Kelly was going to have a performance at, like, the halfway break of a race. Uh, So people were just going to come and show up for him. And, and, yeah, I don't know exactly how ticket sales were looking, but, yeah, so it wasn't wasn't great.
1: That doesn't seem like a crowd that would overlap. Machine Gun Kelly and NASCAR.
0: Yeah. What's weird, though, is that I did see comments that people actually did buy tickets just to go see Machine Gun Kelly, and then they were actually intrigued by... Like, some of the Netflix stuff that they watched on NASCAR. Like, um, they were going to kind of hone them in. that They were going to maybe give it a little shot.
1: Okay. Interesting. Um, Whatever works.
0: Yeah. I mean, in all and, and honestly though, they're, like, racing wasn't bad. Watching a race inside of a football stadium, like, it, it is very weird to see.
1: Well, that's that's a track, like, the size of, like, Cresco's. Even smaller, maybe.
0: Yeah. yeah cause I, I think Cresco's, yeah, I don't know if Cresco's quite a quarter of a mile or if it's maybe just a smidge bigger, but yeah, I thought quarter, it was maybe quarter. a third, but Okay. You could be you could be right on that, I actually don't know. Um yeah no, racing wasn't bad. Uh Denny Hamlin, who's basically been the star of the Netflix uh full speed of the NASCAR full speed uh series that they have. He's the guy who ended up winning the race.
1: Oh, that's good um, for that's good for them. I mean
0: Oh, yeah. And yeah, Denny's basically probably the biggest heel. He's probably the booed or most second booed driver um on the grid.
1: Um, nice you need a villain i
0: don't and that's who that's actually my pick to win the title this year is that villain so um, what number is he won, he's 11 he's a uh, he's never won a championship oh. before he's like the this age is mark martin basically
1: okay see does he also race for Roush
0: no 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 he races okay. for games. he races for he races for the Toyotas. um that's weird and, yeah so yeah, it was kind of, kind of interesting. But now, while well, um, the last little bit I'm going to say about this race, and then we can go on to something else, that, uh, so Fox's NASCAR coverage sucks. It really, 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 really sucks. Like, if you want to watch a battle for the lead, they literally would just zoom in on one car or ride on board with one car instead of, you know, showing the whole picture. Um... So that part sucks. And then after the race, they interviewed Denny. They interviewed the second place finisher Kyle Bush. and I think they had ran a little extra, so they were wait trying to finish up before uh, going over to some college basketball on Fox Sports One. Well, the best thing if you want to grow your audience is probably to interview the defending series champion who finished third. Just, just, just a hinch and or just a hunch, and uh, yeah, they didn't they did not interview Ryan Blaney at all after coming from last to third. Awesome. Yeah, so that's... Awesome, uh, so he
1: moved... How many spots did they have? 20 racers, you said, in this race?
0: They had, like, 23. Okay. So, so yeah, twenty twenty third to 3rd on a little quarter pile track.
1: And nothing. Didn't you say uh, that he was on... They they didn't interview him much at all, like, on... No. Feature yeah. him or anything on, on other things either. No.
0: No, over the off season. No. They did not. NASCAR's promotional team sucks in terms of our marketing team sucks in terms of promoting their drivers, especially promoting a defending champion who's one of the younger guys that they've been trying to say of, hey, come look at this guy or these type of guys. These are gonna be the new stars of the sport and yeah, we got nothing.
1: Where like golf has done a great job with well, they had before all the live and PGA stuff happened, but like with Spieth and with uh it's like Justin Thomas and like the chief is always more out like, they're always showing all these young guys and how great they are for the sport.
0: Well, even look at like uh, Brooks Koepka, Bryson DeChambeau, like yeah, literally all those young guys. It's like, hey, yeah, you know that Tiger we know is like the main draw, but he's gonna go away eventually. So it's like, hey, take a look at these guys. There, but
1: they're here's
0: Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, we we got a little bit of time for that boys here, but it's gonna be so fun when he is.
1: It is gonna be awesome. I can't wait. We um, can start. We can start Charlie Tracker on Twitter.
0: R.I.P. Tiger Tracker. Never forget. Awesome.
1: One of the greatest i Twitter handles ever.
0: Yeah, for for those who don't know, there used to be a, um, a Twitter account called uh, Tiger Tracker, or Golf Channel Tiger Tracker. It was affiliated with the Golf Channel. And he his main, only job was to follow around Tiger Woods on the golf course and track his every shot.
1: And it was, it blew up. It was huge, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and watching the dude who ran it, or his tweets, when Tiger won the Masters, because that was holy cow i'm actually getting goosebumps just thinking about that well i think it's most of the masters and him winning that
0: yeah well so here's the crazy thing for that masters um i I had to help my dad with something so or we had to go do something so we actually recorded that masters because they had to push up the start time to like 8 8 30 because they were gonna have storms in augusta so we're recording it so i did not have my phone on me at all that during that whole time like the tiger's going for the lead and everything so after he won I go down and check my phone and that was the first thing that I looked at it was just tiger trackers tweets throughout all that
1: <laughs> just read through them and
0: yep saw just living, the just living in the moment
1: that was awesome
0: I know but yeah uh, I I wish that account was still active but I mean I think the golf Channel has to make some cuts and with tiger barely playing every now and then
1: <laughs> yeah I still think that that one would be followed anyway I I still look for it once in a while.
0: Oh, I do, too. You just keep thinking just t- it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pop up one of these days. Yep. It's going to come back up. Which I, I think oh. I heard a rumor Tiger might be getting ready to play within the next month or so. Oh, really? Yeah. So Interesting. I mean, hopefully. I mean, we all love Tiger. He's, he, he's still the big draw.
1: Oh, yeah. Always will be. If he ever, I mean, I don't care if he's in a, a wheelchair and wants to play golf. People are still going to watch him.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, because we know, knowing right. Tiger, he's going to do something insanely nuts, even if he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And it's he's probably going to make it... I kind of want to see him do that.
1: Why are you wishing Tiger in a wheelchair? That's awful, I'm, Andy. I'm,
0: I'm not. I just want to watch him play in a wheelchair as want to watch him get <laughs> shots. I think it'd be cool.
1: He could... If anybody could do it.
0: Yeah. Um, hey, so, Cody, and speaking of golf, a um, segue there, uh... So this weekend, the it was kind of the first really big weekend that the PGA Tour and the Live Tour kind of went head to head. Okay. Um, when the PGA? Oh yeah. Time wise. Yeah, where the PGA is actually having a premiere event and Lives having just one of their normal events, and uh, well, luck like the Live Tour South, they were going to get good luck because the PGA Tour event got basically rained out after Saturday, being with all the storms and stuff in Southern California. Um. Oh, yeah, I was at so Pebble LIV, Beach, right. Yes. Yep. Where Wyndham Clark won after shooting a third round sixty, breaking a course record. That is like, oh. if you break something at that historic golf place, yeah, you probably did something really freaking good.
1: Yeah, that uh, that's a course I want. I don't really want to go to Cali ever, other but I want to play at Pebble Beach.
0: I know, just oh, uh, such a home to so many iconic shots and just iconic views. Huh. Beautiful course, but. So then on Sunday, the Live Tour basically had its had the house all to themselves. You know, they get P- PJ <laughs> Tour's not golfing. Um the Live Tour was having a nice little competition where I think Joaquin Neiman was leading John Rom by like maybe two shots in Rom's okay. first tournament over there. And the Live Tour still got like they got a little bit more viewers than they did last time last year at this event. I think they maybe got double. But the PJ Tour, I believe, got like three times as many viewers as they did for a rerun of the third round.
1: Wow. So the staying power of live is not looking great.
0: No, the only staying power that they have is the endless pockets of the Saudis who are funding that, the tour. That is true. Um but now what
1: what is their game? Is what is their thing? gain in that? I don't understand. Like what can they be gaining from this?
0: I've I've often wondered that. I I don't think anybody knows. Like I don't know if they're just trying to gain control so they can run the tour they want or i don't i really don't know
1: all all i can think of is uh in batman when uh alfred or the butler was saying some people just want to watch the world burn and that's like all i can picture is happening
0: yeah you're not uh you're not wrong and especially for all these players that keep jumping ship and saying yeah we're gonna help grow the game and yada 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 yeah that's not it's
1: not working like, well, I, I have no problem with somebody if they're saying, "I'm going after the money." Okay, I it's understand it's that. Brooks Kepka, yeah, I respect him for saying it. Yep, I still don't like the guy, but I didn't like him before.
0: Yeah, yeah, Br- Brooks. For those who don't know, very cocky, very very arrogant, very good, but yeah,
1: very yeah, fantastic golfer. I I would murder for his talent. But But it ain't happening.
0: Well, then, like, Joaquin Neiman, like I mentioned, he ended up winning the event. And one of the first words that came out of his mouth after he won is, oh, well, I I still don't get to play in any of the majors. Because, like, the Live Tour, they don't earn any points, like, toward the official World Golf Rankings. And then that helps qualify you for the biggest events of the year. And, uh, yeah, so every action has a consequence, for those who don't know. Yep.
1: It sucks, and it, it, it's not good for the game of golf that, like, some of the best golfers aren't getting to go to these tournaments. And, like, some of those guys are already qualified because they have, like, lifetime or ten year or whatever, but it's just not good. Like, you want the best playing in the majors, and we're not okay. going to get it.
0: No. Well, again, yeah, now – like I keep saying, though, the best thing that could happen for golf is like at the Masters, for example, as you get like Rom and Kepka, and maybe throw one other person there, like maybe Phil, and then I'm in contention along the lines with like Rory, Spieth, and maybe Justin Thomas or some of the bigger names from the PGA Tour, and that way then you can get a full on rivalry going if you want to or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's true. You can and love watching some of them paired together and talking some smack.
0: I don't see if there's any animosity between the two or anything, but
1: I'd, I'd yeah, like I'd, to see Rory in that, but
0: yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know where he is right now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. Cause he, he didn't golf that well this weekend, but that's why if we get at least JT involved, he likes to run his mouth a bit. Jordan Spieth has been very <laughs> vocal about the, his stance on the live guys. So heck yeah, yep. let's get it. Hey, hey. Sports are like we mentioned before. Sports are better when you have people who hate each other. It just is.
1: Yeah, no doubt. You, rivalry is what makes like. Uh, I don't know. This just popped into my head, and it's gonna come into play later. But uh, like, you remember a? Com- I remember a com- ESPN commercial that if it wasn't for sports, this wouldn't be disgusting. And there's a guy and a girl making out on the couch, and one of them was wearing a Michigan shirt, and one of them was wearing a Ohio State shirt. Oh my gosh. It's like, you know what? That it would just be a normal kissing scene and anything else, but the rivalry of those two schools makes well, it like, uh, disgusting.
0: Well, kind of along that same line, I remember another. Uh, this is Sports Center commercial where, uh, see, David Ortiz, Red Sox Hall of Famer, was uh, in like a meeting with I think. Corey Posada, the Yankee, former Yankees catcher, and there might be one more person, but then Big Poppy was trying on a Yankees hat and right behind him came the Red Sox mascot, and then the mascot just drops everything, and Big Poppy's saying, it's not, like, Wally, it's not what you think! <laughs> and, it, and it's like, it's awesome. oh boy, yeah. Yeah, that's why, like, again, yeah, rivalries run deep in everything. Yeah. It
1: it makes everything more fun. It It causes some stuff that doesn't need to be caused, but it also makes a lot of fun.
0: Um, now, Cody, I believe there was some fun stuff in the wrestling world that you wanted to share as well.
1: Uh, I don't know about the word fun as an Iowa fan. Um, we're not used to not being great. Uh, and they got walloped by Michigan this uh, this past Friday night. And I got in trouble from it because uh, I was supposed to be, you know, bowling and watching my kids and playing with my kids which I was but I was also keeping a couple eyes on the or an eye on the TV and watching Iowa just get obliterated by Michigan in wrestling which I think this was Tom Brand's first loss to Michigan um it was ugly they looked flat footed and uh, it's not going to get any easier because this week Iowa wrestles Penn State and um Penn State has out of the 10 wrestlers they have five or six number one rankings. Uh
0: that sounds pretty good. I
1: think their lowest ranked guy might be a 10th. So like they have they have a potential that all 10 guys that they have could all American this year.
0: Holy mother of mercy. That's...
1: Iowa Iowa had oh. that had had one year where they had nine. All American,
0: Dane.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a rough, rough year for Iowa fans. I think. I mean, it's gonna be a rough weekend. I, I was looking at the uh, probables for who's wrestling who on Friday night against Penn State, and uh, Iowa's gonna have to wrestle their best to win two or three matches. Dane. I could easily see them getting zeroed. I'm hoping not, depending on what they do for a lineup. But there's, there's a couple toss-up matches, but, God, it seems like all the toss-up matches we're not competing in right now, and it, it, it sucks. I hope I'm wrong. Um, and I, I trust in the Brands brothers to write to the ship, but I, I didn't see a lot of Iowa fans, like, going on a... Iowa Wrestling Forum afterwards is not a place you want to be because holy cow, meltdown and people calling for the brand's heads and it ain't happening.
0: Uh, you're not going to
1: get did. anybody better.
0: I think that's all Iowa sports in general though. See football, basketball. Oh yeah. Baseball, I don't necessarily know. but
1: um. uh, I did see that people just praising Lester today after his like uh Interview with for, as an offensive coordinator, like let's let's slow down, let's let him let's let him play a few games before we yeah, throw flowers at his feet.
0: So he won a press conference. Good, good, good for him. <laughs> good, good for him. I heard they give out plenty of accolades for those.
1: Sure, sure do. But yeah, other than that wrestling. Before I get too far off of wrestling, there, um, you know, there was just a Michigan Ohio State meet that Michigan. Was favored in, and Ohio State, I believe, won uh, the last match to win the turn or win the meet. So there's been a lot of really close ones, and Iowa still ranked high, but I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see where they end up because top four podium in NCAA is in March, and I'll be surprised if Iowa does.
0: Okay. Um, hey, speaking of the great state of Iowa here and as we give like we her love weekly, uh, Miss Caitlin Clark. Yeah, she's close to breaking a uh, Kelsey Plum's career scoring record. Um, I think she's like 68 points away, something in, that, something in that ballpark.
1: And she's been what? I mean, what is she averaging a game? That's got to be close to average of two games.
0: well Cause it seems like week, every time no, I watch, it's like
1: 35.
0: Yeah, last week she had 38. Should have had 40, missing an easy bunny of a layup. Um yeah, she she's good she's kind of good just, she's very just good an FY, just an fyi for all the people there you know that uh she got i don't know i don't know why if it, maybe it's just because it's what everybody loves to do is tear the great ones down but she got a little bit of hate over the weekend sort of i did see that from uh cheryl swoops of all people who's like one of yeah the better better female basketball players of all time and uh yeah basically make she was on this podcast with former NBA player gilbert arenas and a couple other guys and uh was basically making up stats as she went about Caitlin, saying that like she was twenty five, she was had already used her COVID year, and she was like in like her fifth or sixth year of eligibility. That there had to be an asterisk by the amount of games that she's or by her scoring record because of the amount of games that she's played. Which newsflash, um, she's played like I believe it's like sixteen ga- less games than Kelsey Plum at this point. Um, yeah,
1: and I was seeing some like, of that stuff like I because I saw Iowa did our Iowa basketball did like uh meet caitlin and 22 true senior like yeah uh games played yeah um
0: again if there was only something that we use every day that could you know we could use to check all this stuff it's um... right it'd be oh, really wait, hard to is.
1: fact check that stuff
0: there is there's a thing called the internet so on the espn app which i'm looking at here Miss um, Caitlin is averaging thirty two point four points per game. Wow, that's that's that, that's kind of good for for anybody who was wondering. Just just an FYI, um, that yeah, is last... uh, thirty two
1: point some points per game more than I averaged my eighth grade year of basketball. The only year I played, that's I scored zero I points. By,
0: that's more than I averaged my whole entire high school career. I think I maybe scored. I had one game where I think I made three threes, but that was nice. that, that, was, that was about it. I think I maybe only made two more shots the rest of my high school career. Um,
1: I I yeah. took one shot and I missed in eighth grade.
0: I'm proud of you. Yep. At least you tried. At least you tried. I did. Basically um, an all-star. You are my all-star, Cody. You are my all-star. <laughs> so, yeah, the, Thanks, last, uh, the last four games, Caitlin has had 38, 35, 38, and 45.
1: Not,
0: not wow bad. not bad yeah i just I don't, I don't i don't i don't quite understand why people keep trying to bring her down i don't know if it's just because she's from iowa of all places that it's like we can't you can't have nice I,
1: it's it's funny because you do hear a lot of people take like you hear people trying to knock her down but then you also hear people talking so good about her that like, i saw somebody like people that are in the same sport like there are there was a basketball player a woman's basketball player that had like a 51 point game or something and i think the announcer said to her something along the lines of caitlin clark who and she's like let's give her the respect she deserves Like, yeah
0: um by the way that that female player you're talking about her name i believe is juju Watkins. um she's a freshman for usc she's gonna okay. be really freaking good she's gonna be she? good but uh yeah it's like come on give Caitlin is the reason that a lot of people are turning tuning into college basketball here. It's not because I saw Qu- oh good,
1: I saw Rick uh, Rick Foley. Uh he oh yeah, Mick um Foley. Yeah. Mick Foley yeah, yep former WWE wrestler. Yeah, he like he was in on it. He he drove to see a game just to see Caitlin Clark. So there are celebrities getting in on it, and I think Patrick Mahomes gave her a shout out recently this week.
0: Yeah, there's there's a reason she's they sell out, or people sell out arenas when Iowa comes to town. Yeah, they would like to come watch her play because she's kind of good. No matter what uh, Queen Angel says or the Wicked Witch of the West that is Kim Mulkey says as well. But
1: I can feel um, the love loss from you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anytime the DeVille loses a game or two, I laugh inside or out loud <laughs> or both. Fair. Um, so she does look now,
1: dress like Cruella Deville.
0: Oh, I know. She actually had a jacket that looked like Cruella Deville, like like a Dalmatian jacket. It's just mm. like again, I think she turns people to stone if you look her dead in the eyes. It's... <laughs> Medusa. It's not good. Yeah, it's it's not good. Not good at all. Um, now speaking of not good, uh, you were telling me earlier that Wrexham's on a little bit of a uh, bad streak.
1: Yeah, they. I think only one of these or two of these games were in their table, Um, but they are on a three game losing streak right now, which uh, dropped them from second in there in the table to fourth. And the problem with that is the top three teams all uh, get an automatic advance to promotion to league one. And right now, now, to be fair, Wrexham is about two games behind uh, how many games they've played. So they still have plenty, and there. there's still quite a bit of season left, but you don't want to see them going through a little losing streak, especially the last team that they lost to, I know was not an upper echelon team. It was kind of a lower middle League Two team. And this. Coming Saturday, they have another team that's one of the lower uh, lower teams. So hopefully, they can get back on the winning side of that. I know that they've they just added two new players on their um, roster, and they lent out somebody to I, the whole system of how they make up their uh, their team is weird to me because they lend players to other teams and they can like they have a stipulation where they are lending one of their guys to another guy's team's roster but he's not allowed to play when they play rexham it's just weird
0: oh Oh, (laughs) okay then i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't get that version of football but i don't either you understand you know what i do get though
1: you want to talk about football? I don't. What do you understand? I thought you'd never ask. Wait, no, not yet. I'm gonna. Th- I do. Uh, oh, I do. We did not have yet. a listener okay. asking me. Okay. Uh, one of our listeners did ask us if I'm gonna get into um. Uh, the MLS once it starts up. Uh, I think it's pretty soon. I'm not 100. percent I'm gonna try to follow it a little bit and kind of give updates on it uh, as much as I can. I know. As a Dolphins fan, I have a lot of beat writers and stuff that I follow on Twitter that are um, that that will talk about Miami, Miami's squad, and Messi down there. And I know he's got a couple friends that have kind of came over to the MLS. So I'll try to keep people updated as much as I can. Now I
0: will try, I will try my, hold on, hold on, hold on. I will try my best. Um, just, and just to let you know, um, enter Miami, your soccer club right there. They play yep. Real Salt Lake in the season opener two weeks from tomorrow. So it'll okay. be February 21st is when they play.
1: Okay. I'll keep that marked down and try to pay attention at least if not watch.
0: Yeah. because uh, Messi Definitely. One of the biggest stars on the freaking planet.
1: Yeah. I he, I think I would recognize him in public, which is kind of weird well, because
0: well, there's not a lot of, of
1: soccer players. So that Who doesn't anymore? To, well, me. Or I'm me, but...
0: Yeah. I made mean Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he does it kind of a dad bod, but I don't really plot <laughs> tats.
1: But he's got two Super Bowl rings. About to be three.
0: <laughs> yes, it will. So, Cody, should we dive in that? Do you want to talk about yeah. that?
1: Thought you'd ever ask again.
0: Okay. Yeah. Glad, glad I can ask boys. <laughs> After I, I thought I set you up perfectly for the first. Uh, time. you did, okay. but okay, it, it's fine. It's I
1: fine. have to go and mess things up.
0: Yeah, you're kind of good at that.
1: Let's, uh, let's start talking about uh, some of the coaching changes and what's, what's up there before we get into the Super Bowl. Maybe.
0: Ooh. Good point. Good point. So. Let's see. The Washington Commanders hired Dan Quinn as their new head coach, the former yeah. Cowboys defensive coordinator.
1: Uh, and then they got a new offensive coordinator.
0: Yeah, who like, did they hire? away? Or who did they hire? I forget who it was.
1: With it, they were they didn't hire Cliff Kingsbury, did they?
0: Yes, yes, that's who it was. Yep. Yeah, good call, good call. on that.
1: Because he uh, he balked at somebody else.
0: The Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, I. So, are they gonna make a play for Caleb Williams then? Is that what that means?
1: I don't know. It it sounds like it because didn't did um. I know Caleb Williams has kind of said that he doesn't want to play for the Bears, but at the same time, he does not have an agent, and usually to get that type of a thing done, you have to have an agent.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, creating controversy before you even get drafted—that is a bold strategy, Cotton.
1: Yeah, and I know he yeah, he's he's asking for some things that just can't be done, like part partial ownership in a team.
0: Yeah, it's a po- rumor, supposedly at least, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's gonna be very interesting. Well, and then second with Washington, there, like, what does this say to Eric B. when you have Washington's offense, who was actually their best part, best phase of the team last year? You leave Kansas City, go to Washington because trying to maybe help get yourself a head coaching gig, and then you basically just get told now nah, you're gone. Even after one
1: yeah. year, yeah, they had a good year. He was the bright spot on a terrible team.
0: So I, I mean, the only thing I can think of is, does he have? Uh, excuse me, does he have maybe a spot lined up with Kansas City if uh, some big guy with a mustache retires?
1: That. That's a good. That's a good question. That's a good point. There's a that rumors coming. I think that rumors coming more and more out. Um, is yeah. this his last run, Andy Reid's?
0: Which I mean, if I'm Andy Reid, I can see both sides of the coin. I, I oh would yeah, stay maybe just keep riding the Patrick Holmes train as long as you can. But at the same time, sometimes you just you're done. You're done having fun. You yeah. just want to go have fun elsewhere.
1: Yep. Do your own thing. Um and then that that there's multiple decent, if not good, head coaching coaches available still. Um
0: Yeah, like Bill Belichick obviously is kind of the uh, biggest name probably.
1: But I would I think at this point I would rather have Mike Vrabel.
0: Yeah, I don't I mean there's just something fishy with all that. I don't know what the what, like, I don't know why you wouldn't want Brable. Like, he established a good culture in Tennessee. I mean, I thought the yeah. players and stuff loved him. I just... And it was hard-nosed
1: play. winning football.
0: Exactly. And it's not like he had a superstar quarterback there. At, like, no. during his whole tenure. I mean, Ryan handhill was good for a couple of years, but... Yep. Um, but he wasn't... They had wasn't the like best running
1: back in the NFL for Europa. part of it. Yeah.
0: Oh, I know. And Henry, Henry put the team on his back. So... Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe he just takes a year off and then just says or maybe just waits then for somebody to can their current head coach and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. I just yeah, I just don't I don't I don't know where exactly he would go. Also maybe 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 he's just waiting for Gerard Mayo to get fired. I know he's early in his ten, Patriots tenure, but then just go back there.
1: there. That's a good point too. Um another Or is he waiting for something to happen in New York? Because it sounds like things are not pretty in the Jets organization right now.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Everything is not all peachy keen as Aaron Rodgers wants to try to make things out to be. Um,
1: It sounds like a lot of discourse in that that locker room.
0: Yeah, well, when you put all your eggs into the basket of a 40-year-old quarterback who then tears his Achilles.
1: And then goes on TV and talks a lot like i liked some of the things he said but it's probably not good for your franchise
0: no no because when when they're talking more about you than they are the stuff on the field no great stuff on the field was not not good at all yeah um, see the hail mary pick six that they threw against miami but uh yeah the oh the jets they're still the same old jets yeah i'm not too worried about
1: like don't get me wrong, Salah is a very good coach, but if he's lost his locker room, that's not uh not gonna be good. No, Especially I mean, he's lost the locker room before the season started.
0: Yep. Yep. And then yeah. And like I said, when you put all the eggs in the Rogers basket, he goes down, <laughs> and then your offensive coordinator doesn't even want to make adjustments during games no. when like Zach Wilson's getting killed. Yeah, that's that's not good. That's on your head coach there.
1: Yeah, you've you've got to okay. You're not doing it. I have to do this or yell at him enough. Like it's your your team. You're going to be the person on the on the chopping block. Make the calls.
0: Yeah. Um. So, uh, one guy who will be making calls. I think we. I think he was already hired before this or before we did last week. But you know, how, uh, Jim Harbaugh's going to the Chargers. Don't know if you knew that or not.
1: I had heard that rumor. Um I also heard the rumor that he's getting paid as I didn't see the deal, but uh I know that he's like one of the top five play, five highest paid people on the Chargers, which usually isn't a thing. Usually the coaches are paid decently, but they're not top five.
0: Five years, sixteen mil per year.
1: Holy shh!
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he, uh... It's good for a guy that's won a Super Bowl, right? Oh, wait, he didn't. It was his other brother. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. He lost a Super Bowl. He's also running away from the NCAA.
0: Yeah. So, um... Yeah, everything's great. Everything is great. <sighs>
1: wow. No, and doesn't that somehow come out of your payroll? I mean, like um, maybe.
0: I think I think that just comes, and not necessarily the salary cap, but I think just whatever the owner cap. wants to, whatever the owner wants to pay. I don't think it comes out of the salary cap though. Um, My but, goodness. Yeah, hey, Cody, here's the good news though: we both have a, a mutual enemy going into the next season. We do.
1: We do do not like the Chargers, no. or their three fans.
0: I thought that was up to five now.
1: Well, that one chick probably got paid by somebody else by now. They put okay. all their money paying her to be a fan into Jim Harbaugh.
0: Oh, yeah, duh. Okay, yeah, so they're probably down to two then. Sorry, they're probably down to two. I forgot about that.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, what else happened coaching-wise?
0: Um, The Lions' OC, Ben Johnson, apparently was going to take the Washington okay. job, and now he's coming back to Detroit, which I'm not happy about. Um, <laughs> but And it's be- apparently because his asking price was too high which I yeah. don't get that at all. Like
1: I don't either. Especially if you're paying a coach that really made a Super Bowl but hasn't won one, $16 million a year. Yeah. How much was he asking?
0: I, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't. I didn't hear any numbers. But when the, this is a guy that basically resurrected Jared Goff's career and has been the key to the Lions offense the last couple of years. So why, why would you not want to pay him unless if these owners are cheap?
1: Yeah, there's. That's weird.
0: Um, and then other than that, I mean, we have some little hires where the Packers and Dolphins basically swap defensive coaches. Where Miami yeah, got Joe Barry.
1: Yeah, he's he's as their um, defensive or the run game coordinator, and he's also the linebackers coach.
0: Yeah. And then the Packers got Miami's old uh linebackers coach, so.
1: Uh, there's a lot of that passing and I think the reason part of the thing was like the Dolphins didn't dislike him. He was I think it was just a time to mutually part ways when he had uh, applied for the defensive coordinator job two years in a row and didn't get it. So how yeah. do you stay around there? You're-
0: yeah, no, I understand that completely. Yeah, that's where it's like it's it's just sometimes you just got to split. Um, okay. Other than that, though, I'm trying to think any other coaching news.
1: I mean, you, I guess you guys hired uh, DC. I don't know if we talked oh, about yeah. that last week.
0: Um, let's see. What well, next is Packers' new DC's name? It's like Jim Halfley or something like that. Um, yeah, the, So the Packers hired the uh, they hired the old Boston or not Boston Celtics, Boston College. Celtics? Um, yeah, not the Celtics. The old Boston College, um, head coach in, uh, Jeff Halfley. That's who it is. And okay. now when he was at, now Halfley's defenses were good at BC. He was the defense coordinator at Ohio state in 2019 when they were good. I like his track record. He likes to be aggressive, which is a massive improvement over soft Joe Barry.
1: I, I am also very, uh, excited about the dolphins hire of Anthony Weaver out of, uh, He's been with the Ravens for the last few years. He was the defensive coordinator for oh, the Texans, I believe, at one point. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a short stint, and I don't. I think it was the head coach got fired there. So usually a lot of times it's a clean house after that.
0: Was that Lovey or Bill O'Brien?
1: I think it was Bill O'Brien. Okay. But yeah,
0: that was that, – yeah. That, I think. That was, that
1: was great. I, don't, don't quote me on that. I know uh, people are going to be on their keyboards telling me how wrong I am, but that's fine.
0: Yeah, shout out to the keyboard warriors out oh. <laughs> um,
1: um, there. Yeah, he, he's a solid. I know John Harbaugh, the Harbaugh that we I do like, Um, had a lot of great things to say about him, and he was in the running for multiple head coaching jobs. So hopefully it's a long stint, but I'm guessing it'll just be a short stint in Miami.
0: Yeah, which I mean, again, that just sometimes happens.
1: That's that's the nature of it. There's very rarely you have a great defensive coordinator that stays at the same team the whole time. Because usually, if they are, they're a, they were a head coach and it didn't work out.
0: Yep, like see Steve Spagnolo for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. So, um, no, Cody. Without further ado, should we um should we dive into this little big game that's coming up on um Sunday?
1: Oh, the Puppy Bowl?
0: Yeah, the Puppy Bowl. Yeah. What do you think I was talking about?
1: Well, I That's all I could think of.
0: Okay, because, I mean, the Pro Bowl was last week, and I know we both totally watched that.
1: Every single minute. I still, I don't even know who won, honestly. <laughs> oh, you, you know who didn't win? The... the fans that watched that's
0: it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I think the NFC ended up winning, in all honesty. Um, Did they? I think I just saw that. I saw that on Twitter. Um. So Eli beat Payton again, but, uh, but yeah, but of course the game we're talking about, it is Super Bowl fifty eight, it is the Chiefs, it's the Niners. Oh boy, let's get it on.
1: Okay, so we'll go first off. Coin toss.
0: Heads, no doubt heads.
1: No, it's tails. Never fails. There's a fifty no, percent chance you're wrong, Andy. It
0: fails, it is tails always fails?
1: Never fails. Never fails. It fails have, maybe 50% fifty percent of the time.
0: <laughs> now it fails fifty point one. So if we're, if we're rounding up, whatever. Um, For
1: making crap up, but,
0: we we have that. Um, we have the lovely Miss Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem, which is. I mean, I think she I think she'll do a good job. I mean, re- re- Oh, I
1: think so to too. And and like Chris Stapleton did such a fantastic job last year, and usually country singers are the most respectful to the national anthem. Or yeah, at least some I mean, of the they most.
0: Don't really, they yeah, they don't. Okay, so I found the over-under. It opened at 83 and a half seconds, so a, minute, so a little over um, a little under a minute and a half. The over-under is now at 90.5 seconds. So it's literally a minute and a half is what the anthem is set at.
1: Interesting. I'm going to the under on that, I think, Reba. I don't think Reba holds on to too many notes.
0: Huh, I guess the last, uh, interesting, the last uh, four Super Bowl or three Super Bowls, have went uh, over. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
1: I do remember Is that,
0: actual...
1: uh, yeah. that uh, the year that Christina Aguilera bet on it, a lot of people bet the uh, over and they were very upset people when she went under because she forgot a line of the um national anthem
0: yeah that might uh that might do it just a little bit
1: and that that might upset some people anyway
0: yeah uh, i don't know. i'm going to take i think i'm going to take the over uh, on this All right. i mean i think Reba will do a good job but i think i i think it could be like somewhere in the 94 second range like i don't think it's going to be that much that that much over but like you never know' people stretch out that last note every now and that's and then. true that is very true um,
1: I'm still sticking with the under but
0: okay and then probably my most important one and this one will factor in who wins the game what is gonna be the color of the Gatorade that gets dumped on the winning head coach
1: I'm gonna go with red
0: right, just, why would you say red
1: I'm just going with red because both the teams Are red teams, and I don't know if I've seen a red. The last time I think think I remember seeing a red Gatorade poured was like on Nick Saban, and he was pissed.
0: Wait, talk about Nick Saban's always in a good mood, one
1: hundred percent of the time. Maybe now that he's retired.
0: So, um, I'm looking at the good old uh, Gatorade prop at uh, odds here. Um, purple is actually the leader at plus two twenty five. That's actually the favorite. Wow. Um, blue is plus 75. Yellow and green are plus 450. Red and orange, which is my pick, is plus 500. Orange. And clear Gatorade is 1,000.
1: What clear Gatorade is there?
0: I don't know. I don't know if there's like is it... water. Like, isn't that like a, isn't like a Glacier Freeze? Propel? Something like that, I think. Like,
1: glacier Gatorade. Freeze is a blue. I don't know. Or there's a purple one.
0: Oh. I thought there was a white one. The...
1: There's yeah cherry, wild cherry or something like that.
0: So, for context, when the uh, Niners or when the Chiefs beat the Niners um, in the Super Bowl uh, four years ago, uh, the color was orange. Just an FYI. Okay. Now, last year when the Chiefs won it, they were purple. Interesting. So just just yeah just just interesting
1: do they have multiple colors on the sideline
0: that's what I'm kind of that's what I'm trying to read um. hmm. yeah I don't know oh, would yeah, surprise he, like, me if they do
1: yeah because you'd think that there's 50 some players that are probably all have different likes and its like so some player like If I'm drinking it, I'm going for either Lemon Lime or uh, Blue or the Cherry. I do not like most of the other ones. The orange is one of my least favorites.
0: Well, you just became one of my least favorite people there. Um, Orange is my favorite by far.
1: Well, then then I'm leaving it for you.
0: Okay, thank you. Thank you. I'll drink I'll,
1: I'll drink any of them, really. But like, if I'm going preference, okay. I'm gonna. It yeah, depends on the day. I, I don't. But know if, red and orange yeah, are like, good, like my last hey, ones.
0: Hey, I just wonder what do they do if they dump like four coolers with different colors on them? Like, who wins? Ooh, we Man. all win. America. Vegas wins. loses. I like it.
1: And it's um, in Vegas is, too. Is in Vegas, so they're
0: going to be so they're probably going to be winning a lot of money this weekend anyway.
1: Do you know anybody that went down?
0: No, no, I don't. It's Super Bowl is mostly just a corporate event anyway. Now, like it's not for I'd... your total diehard fans.
1: So yeah, I have uh, one set of friends that I'm pretty close with. Uh, I was in his wedding or their wedding, I guess. They are going down to vegas right now to and they have tickets to the super bowl um i'm not going to say who they are because maybe they don't want it knowing that they spent that much for tickets but and then i have another uh boss one of my former bosses he has he's a 49ers fan he is uh going down to vegas i think he left today or yesterday I do not believe he has tickets to the game. I think he's just going down there to party, Okay. which I knew that. There were some people from um, our our town that did that when they played four years ago in Miami. So. Um, would
0: Would you ever want to go down there or wherever the Super Bowl's at?
1: I don't. Uh, I think when this, if the Dolphins ever make the Super Bowl in my... Lifetime, please God, please let them. <sighs> um, don't do it! Don't do it! Uh, you're a terrible person. I already have plans with one of my best friends. To me and him, we're gonna watch it. Um, we're both Dolphins fans, and we—I don't think our wives are invited. It's just gonna be me and him in a dark room, ready to cry or celebrate together. Um, nice. I don't. I don't okay. want that many people around.
0: Can I come videotape it? No. Oh. Okay. That's worth a shot. You'll be free. The Packers um, will have yeah. lost
1: to the Liners in the NFC Championship.
0: Jokes on you. We won't even get to the NFC Championship. We're probably move <laughs> it around again.
1: That. Damn it. You got yeah. me good.
0: Um. But yeah, I just I don't. I don't think I'd want to go at all. I think I just want to, I mean, like, like I mentioned earlier, I think it's, it, what I've heard is it's more of a corporate event now. Like that's all, that's all that's going there is all these people, all these corporate corporations. that can buy all these tickets. Yeah. So it's basically a who's who event. It's not there for the most part for the normal fan.
1: I, uh, also like, have you ever thought about, can you imagine having spent what, what's the average ticket price? $8,000 right now? Or is it the low end? Yeah. Um, I think so. Can you imagine spending eight thousand dollars and then going down there and your team gets walloped or just loses? Like, yep. That would just that be would, heartbreaking in more than one way.
0: I know that would. Well, because then you're gonna have to put up with the idiots from the other fans who are just rubbing that in your face.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent.
0: And it's just, yeah. I. I... Oh, then you don't get. You don't get to eat, You have to pay for all this expensive food. You don't get to have just normal good food that you can have at home you don't get to watch any of the commercials for all the people that love to do that and it's and again your view is a hundred times better watching it from the friendly confines of your house or a bar or wherever the heck you want to watch it out.
1: can you imagine like having gone to it in in the rain or like some of the some of the times it's not always pristine conditions yet usually it's in a dome or miami but it rains in miami
0: oh it did when uh the colts beat the bears
1: yeah so, I, mean, I forgot about that Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it started off good for the Bears, with Devin Hester returning the opening kickoff, and then, well, it went bad.
1: Yeah. Peyton Manning. Oh,
0: boy. Yeah. Yeah, they, they forgot to cover Reggie Wayne on one play. They, like, literally left him wide open.
1: Well, he then, was, was, a he, was, okay. was a he was okay. He was an okay player. Yeah. For yeah. many years. Yeah,
0: sure, sure. Sure, for many, many years. <laughs> Um,
1: first ballot so, Hall of Famer
0: yeah you know who's also probably going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer at this point or the way how his career is going Patrick Mahomes
1: yeah I thought you were going to say Brock Purdy
0: no no not no I love Brock but no no it's not time yet <laughs> no Um. like so if if Kansas City does win the Super Bowl what, is, what else is there to say about Mahomes at this point
1: uh, it'll just be like, is he going to get to seven?
0: Yeah, I, I honestly think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Now, I will say, I was watching um a show called unsports like, It's a radio slash TV show that airs on ESPN two in the mornings, and I didn't realize how many big free agents there are on both sides. Like uh, Lejerius Sneed, the Chiefs' outstanding corner, he's a free agent after this year. Oh. Chris Jones is a free agent after this year. That one I knew. Yeah. Um. Obviously. Travis Kelsey might retire after this year i think I, couple, I think,
1: think that's kind of kinda gotten squashed a little bit this last week he he said something along the lines of like I'm loving what I'm doing I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it continue doing it as long as I love it or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So you win another ring though and
1: it it would be hard if you're close to retirement and you win a ring and you have no money issues, it'd be hard not to say like, "Okay, I'm going out on a Super Bowl win."
0: Yeah. Well, and and who knows, maybe he needs more money to prepare for that wedding with Taylor Swift. You never know.
1: I don't think he's going to have to fund that.
0: Now that is true. That is true. He might be all right there.
1: She makes I think she she'll be okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean I, I think I mean I think every year basically smashes the Super Bowl ratings record, but yeah, with all the Swifties and stuff now watching, this Super Bowl is going to it's going to
1: Oh, it's going to be big. Uh yeah. Do you think um that within the ne- next few years though, if they, they still stay together, do you think she performs at a halftime? Ooh, that would no. I
0: don't think so. I don't think no. so because you don't get paid. These are all volunteer. Oh, I know. Businesses. You don't get paid. Yeah, I think
1: you actually might have to pay now.
0: That wouldn't surprise you. To take which, it, which is weird. because thought... the NFL is a multi-billion-dollar industry. Yeah,
1: but it gets um, they get so much name recognition and stuff from it too.
0: That 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 is very true. So,
1: like. Listen, we still talk about Janet Jackson's nipple.
0: That is true. Even 20 years later. Oh, boy. Yeah, I still... Like I said, I hate halftime shows, so I didn't watch that at all.
1: Yeah, I don't... Even like even ones that they tell me, oh, that was one of the best ones ever. Like, I... Like, I liked... There was a lot of like the music I liked from like Eminem when he played. I love Eminem, but like i just want to watch the football i'm I'm not there to watch this grandstand performance of i want to see football
0: i don't know the only like halftime show that i kind of remember that i actually liked i think there was a collaboration i want to say it was between beyonce maroon five and bruno mars maybe like like super bowl 50 actually i thought it was pretty good and that's not my type of music by by any stretch of the imagination
1: Um, what is your type of music
0: Toucher or classic rock.
1: Okay. I can get with that. I like both of those.
0: Oh. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Just some simple. Or kind of simple, I guess.
1: I was 100% expecting you to say, like, kids bop or something.
0: <laughs> oh. You're a funny, funny guy. You know that, right? Yeah, I try. Or kids bop three. I don't know if they go on more. <laughs> I don't know if they go on numbers or anything.
1: <laughs> oh, that's. That's a good point. I wonder what now they're up to um, now. I guess they probably stopped making them.
0: Two twenty nine. I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's know. Gotta I don't be. know how many they go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I always remember seeing commercials for those two.
1: I remember making fun of people for buying them.
0: Yeah, I don't think I ever bought them. I just went with, like, hey. simple CDs. Um,
1: I was a big LimeWare or Napster or... Illegal downloader. Not anymore. we we'll would never do that now.
0: We're past the statute of limitations. You're good, Cody.
1: Um, okay. Plus, everything's on Spotify anyway.
0: Yeah, that's true. That, that's true. Um, So, <laughs> how, how do the Chiefs win this game? If you're, if you're them. How do they win?
1: Oh. Well, I think they just have to trust uh, Patrick Mahomes. Like... You have to put wow. pressure up the middle on Purdy. Mm-hmm. I think Jones Jones will be a big Chris Jones will be a big factor in the game. Um, put pressure up the middle and Purdy's face, and disrupt the timing. Um, it, it's a very similar to how they beat Miami. Really, pressure up the middle, uh, jam jam the receivers on the out. It, to take away the quick reads and uh, trust Mahomes to make the right calls and don't make Mahomes be Superman make Mahomes play in the system find the open guys maybe maybe go out and kick him in the shin before the game I don't know make it so he doesn't want to run so much because when he totally when absolutely he...
0: has to until he
1: has to when he plays in that pocket when he's a pocket quarterback god it's something special and when he has to like when he has to escape and make a messed up throw it is something beautiful it is some of the most beautiful football i've ever seen in my life but when he tries to put on that cape and do too much that's when it gets ugly
0: yeah well and the good news for Kansas City, San Francisco's defense is not what it has been in years past. There are many holes in their zone defense, and Andy Reid is probably the best offensive play caller in terms of scheming people open. He just is. And then, I mean, Steve Spagnolo has basically resurrected his career. I mean, he was a good defensive coordinator with the Giants, went to the Rams and was their head coach, and that was really bad. And now he's came back to the Chiefs, and he's made their defense formidable for the last how many years? Yeah. Yeah, I So
1: how do how do you think the 49ers can win this game?
0: Well, the the good news for the Niners at least defensively, while I did talk about all their issues. Their offensive line or their defensive line is very good, especially when you're going to have Nick Bosa going up against Jawan Taylor, who is by far the weakest lineman for the Chiefs, their right yeah. tackle. Um so I think Bosa can cause trouble on Patty. You just got to be able to keep him contained, which I mean, they have four other like first round picks on that defensive line. Chase Young. And, yeah. Chase Young, Eric arm said, um, I'm missing one more. Well, I think they signed Javon Hargrave in the offseason. So they got studs up front, but then they have the best linebacking duo in the league. Arguably next to me, Patrick and Roquan Smith. Like you'll have Fred Warner cover Travis Kelsey. I would just do that all day long and then have Greenlaw give him maybe help if need be, or just have him spy on Mahomes or go vice versa, have Warner kind of spy on Mahomes or take Isaiah Pacheco and then have Greenlaw cover Kelsey. I think that's how you beat them from that end. And then offensively, just keep rocking rhythm. Like the Chiefs linebacking core is not good, or not good. or I should say they're not good, but they're they're not outstanding, especially to the caliber of the Niners. And I think George Kittle could have one monster game. I really do.
1: And uh, they are – the Niners have a pretty solid uh, offensive line.
0: Yeah, especially Trem Williams, arguably the best left tackle in football, or one of the best. Yeah,
1: arguably one of the best of all time. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah he's had a
1: long a career of – Should be first ballot.
0: Yeah. And then, I mean, give the and I'm not a Christian McCaffrey. Oh, sorry, yeah. But...
1: I'm not a believer in uh, – in as many first ballot Hall of Famers as they make out to be, but I believe Trent Williams should and will be a first ballot Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah, the, the he's the definition of stud like yeah. just then in, in the NFL dictionary. It's and then but yeah, like I said, I say get the ball to McCaffrey early and often and then I think if you if they can use Brandon Iuk and um Debo Samuel kind of as decoys, I think Torch Kittle can I don't think anybody can cover him on that defense. No, really he's.
1: Don't. This is literally the two best tight ends in football going up against each other. Yep. Yep. But I, th- I, think around, around, I think all around, I think Kittle's better.
0: Oh,
1: as a, as I a complete Kittle's, player.
0: Yep. I think Kittle. I think uh, Kelsey's the better wide receiver. Better receiver of the bunch. Yep. But, um. Yeah, Kittle's blocking is insane.
1: <laughs> he, he watched him lay out some. Uh, who what, was that? Hutchinson?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: He pancaked him.
0: What I saw, Kelsey gave actually a shout out to Kittle and uh, Sam Laporta, as he called him. Yeah, he from, did. Uh, from tight end U, because it's yes, Iowa. He did. what we do.
1: We well, just got a four star tight end out of Clear Lake, too.
0: Yeah, again, tight end U, baby. That's what we do. But, and also, um, one of the only reasons that I kind of want to see the Niners win, aside from—I mean, I don't—I I like Purdy and I love George Kittle, but they have the best fullback in all football. That if Kyle can score... If Kyle Ushak can score three touchdowns, get Super Bowl MVP, <sighs> I might cry. I might—I will be the happiest man on earth.
1: That would be awesome. I just anytime a fullback gets love, and uh, but the Chiefs don't have one. I don't believe.
0: No, they used to have Anthony Sherman, but no, Pete, no, he's not there anymore. That's a shame,
1: but. With all that said, who's winning?
0: Well, there's two things. One, I think Kansas City also has the best kicker because Harrison Bucker, second best kicker in the league, has solid as a freaking rock. And then yeah. they have rookie Jake Moody on San Francisco side, who has been about as up to, up and down roller coaster as Anders Carlson. Um, I think that helps. And uh, also, again, I. I We might have touched on this earlier. Does one side have Patrick Mahomes?
1: They do, yes. Um, I believe it is Kansas City.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with that guy. I'm going to go with that team because they got that dude.
1: Yeah. Um, I am also riding with Kansas City on this one. I believe it will be a close game, but uh, if if you're going to have to put the game on one of the quarterbacks back to win it, I'm going to take Mahomes in that battle every time.
0: Um, Yeah, and I mean, Purdy's played good for about three quarter, two maybe three quarters of this whole postseason.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, I'm going to take Mahomes over any quarterback in the league in that situation.
0: Yeah, I mean that's right now. There's no debate about that. No,
1: he's he's the most. He's one of, if not the most talented quarterbacks of all time. I'm not saying he is the. I'm saying talented wise. I also say that Calvin Johnson was the most talented wide receiver of all time. Do I believe that he was the best? No, I think that's still Jerry Rice, mm-hmm. but he was the most talented.
0: He was just stuck in Detroit. yeah um but yeah, it's just it's hard to bet against Superman. that's just it really he still is. has to keep on. But yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think it's going to be a good game, be a close game, kind of like their first Super Bowl um, yeah. when they met four years ago. But I, I don't think the Chiefs are going to have to come back from 17 down because I don't and I don't think the Niners can afford to spot Kansas City that many points like how they no. did to Green Bay and like they did to Detroit. Um, no, it's yeah. going to be
1: a very interesting game.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's so many different chess pieces on both sides of the ball. And then, I mean... And you never know what happens. One, if Kansas City wins, but two, like, what if San Francisco loses but Purdy plays well? What if they lose and he plays awful, like for their future down the road? Yeah, just a, a lot, a lot of different question marks.
1: I mean, you've heard of you've heard of teams moving on from quarterbacks right after a Super Bowl win. Trent Dilfer. Yep.
0: Yeah yeah that's that's honestly the one name you just gotta look at in terms of wins or not a quarterback stat right oh, yeah god
1: i can't I can't wait till sunday
0: oh I know um uh, and again for those who don't who don't know what time the game's at I believe it's five thirty on your local c b s affiliate
1: yeah do you know um so that kind i mean do we have anything else about the Super Bowl to talk about?
0: Not, um, not that I have ever
1: know. Okay. So I have a little quick thought that I thought of earlier today and I forgot to discuss with you. Um, okay. CBS is holding it. Do you know what is airing after the Super Bowl? Because usually that's kind of a big deal too. Ooh,
0: Actually, I'll tell you what. I'll look because I have my wonderful TV on with the TV guy here. Because
1: like – so some of the most memorable things that I remember, I remember the year – years ago that the uh, um, Super Bowl – I don't remember what channel that episode was of Friends aired after the Super Bowl. It was called The One After the Super Bowl.
0: Interesting. Uh
1: and that you know that was one of the greatest shows of all time, just Friends. And then another one uh one year when NBC was hosting the uh Super Bowl, the it was followed up with an episode of The Office, and that episode of The Office is what got me to start watching that show. I had watched two episodes beforehand, not really been a big fan. And then I had a party at my house. Um, we sat sat down and watched the game. And then after the game, we had kept it on and the office came on. And I laughed so hard that before everybody had left, I was ordering the all the seasons on DVD. And they were arriving within the next couple of days. And I started watching the office and have been a fan ever since.
0: Nice. Nice. You know, I finally watched The Office for the first time like all the way through within the last year.
1: Okay. So. What'd you yeah, think? It's
0: really good show. I really do. Well, yeah, fantastic. I really do like it. It makes me wonder what I missed. Um, So I was just looking. It's a show called Tracker. That is what's <laughs> showing after the Super Bowl. Nope.
1: So probably never probably heard of
0: that one. New CBS. Yeah, it said episode one. Um, so okay. Probably just a new show CBS is trying to put out there
1: yeah i mean that's a good way to get a lot of viewers though people just keep it on and if it's yeah. catches your catches your eye
0: well i remember like along like that same line um like espn always used to after the heisman trophy ceremony they always used to do like what their big 30 for 30s like their oh 30 okay 30 documentaries um and a lot of and like the ones that they always put out used to be like absolute bangers. like they were they were they were solid they don't do that anymore. I don't I don't know if they I don't know why exactly, but
1: those were some good fl- films.
0: Oh yeah. Oh uh, boy, yeah. All those are so 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 good. Yeah. So, uh Cody, you know what's also good? Um you, should we jump into our uh, little weekly top 5?
1: Uh yeah, let's go let's go for it. This was um Sorry. brought to us by a viewer who also um, has brought on our sponsorship, kind of uh, <laughs> our top five this week, as asked by Catlin Sanders, and brought to, brought to you by Andy. Go ahead.
0: Brought to you by Lick Tag. Sorry, Lick Tag. long care and snow removal. Which right now we don't have any snow, and the grass isn't green enough to mow yet. But when we do get there, do not hesitate to call those guys.
1: I'm sure they have plenty of services to offer otherwise. That is true. Catman is a very busy man.
0: So is Ray. I think he even it's listens true. to this, which surprises me every day. But, um, <laughs> okay, so, top five Super Bowl commercials.
1: Now, I am not going to lie to you. I am not 100% positive that all of mine are from the Super Bowl or that they aired on it, but I wanted to yep. go off of my head without looking it up um, to to tell you that they were more memorable to, be, memorable to me. So I wrote them down, and now I have to find which list it was.
0: Okay.
1: Okay, so I actually have eight. Okay. So my these first three are um, honorable mention, I guess. Uh, okay. One was uh, Doritos had the uh, mm, cheese, uh, is what I I call it, where a guy's like, I don't have any Doritos left. And his friend's like, oh, you got the best part. And he licked his friend's finger and said, mmm, cheese. (laughs) I don't don't know why that was one of my favorites, but it is – and then there was also the Bud Light, Dilly Dilly. Those always stood out to me.
0: Oh, oh I love
1: those. <laughs> that, 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 that whole franchise of them, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And then um I remember the E trade, I believe it was, had the talking babies. Yep. Those were fantastic.
0: Yep.
1: And then now, now my those are all honorable mention. Okay. Do you have any honorable mention, Andy?
0: Only one, and it's also a Doritos one. It's one that I was kind of, I was kind of doing some research earlier today. It's uh, where a little kid claims that he has this time machine and it runs on Doritos, and so this old guy goes in there or older, like kind of middle aged man, goes in there, hands this kid the Doritos that so the kid can basically steal them and snack on them, and he's like shaking the box, this box with his feet, and basically acting like it's a time machine. And then this old man runs out of his house, uh, trying to kick the kid off the yard. And as the old, or and as the middle aged man comes out, he uh, sees this old man and, and he goes like Jimmy, thinking that you know, he was gone for how many years. So yeah, I love that, that. was fantastic. That, that, that was my honorable mention.
1: All right, so we'll do every other from there.
0: Yeah, why not? I think okay. we did last week.
1: I like that way. Um, my number five was Britney Spears. Uh, Pepsi commercial. I think it was from the early 2000s. Uh, I think it was like oh. called like "Now and Then," something along those lines. Where like they did a b- bunch of different generations of music, and Britney Spears was the star of it. It was just really a memorable one. It might have been partially because I had a huge crush on Britney Spears at the time.
0: I think maybe I think every boyer boy man did at that point. Yeah,
1: we watched that she one like. In our, in our one or whatever, channel one, channel zero in our, in our, that was, that played in the corner TV in the, in the high school. <laughs>
0: nice. Nice. Um, wait, okay, so for my number five, it, I can't, I couldn't necessarily pick one of all these, but, uh, the Budweiser, Budweiser with the sales. like it, it's so hard to just pick <clears> one. Like yeah. the one I I was kind of looking at today was, you know the, I don't know what the basically the owner of the horse, uh, or racist ho- little horse from when he was young, they can ends up becoming you know one of the actual Clydesdales when he and they show like the beer truck going on by, and then I think I don't know if it was during a parade I think, um where then, uh, the horse sees his former owner and I think he ends up breaking away and run run into him.
1: I do remember that one. was I mean, a good one. And,
0: and anything with the
1: Budweiser yep. Clyde sales, he just – he can't beat it. Fair. Oh my so my number four is actually one of the earliest ones that I remember watching. I, I remember watching this, I think, in one of the Brett Favre Super Bowls. Uh, okay. Was the Budweiser Frogs. Bud. Okay. Wise. Err. I just, that's one of the first memorable commercials that I, I can recall.
0: Okay. Okay, that's a good one.
1: Did you Do you uh, remember those ones?
0: What? No, because I was like three at that point. I was going to say,
1: you were probably a little young. I mean, yeah, I was young, but I'm a little older. Yeah.
0: That uh, like like three,
1: so that would have been like 96, 97?
0: Yep, that's the second one it would be. <laughs> so, I mean, my memory's good, but it's not that good
1: something to work um, on andy
0: okay I'll, I'll i will try for you for you just for you um thank you my number four is i don't i thought this one was kind of fun i always like this one the old betty white snickers commercial you know where these oh, guys are yeah. playing football and they got betty betty white out there and uh i think one of the guys says dude you're you're playing like you're acting like betty white out there um eat a snickers and then it's a the whole yep. you're not you when you're hungry and then he's yep. he ends up it's a big like yeah you know what i mean
1: they ha- there I was have, a but, Roseanne Barr, one of those too, where she like, yep. my back hurts. Now my front hurts. And she got hit by like a beam. Yep. That was a good. Oh one. boy.
0: Yeah. Snickers that's pretty, they, they do a good job.
1: I think, um, I have my number three is actually pretty recent one. I, I'm going to say two, two or three years old. And it's not something like yep. it was a uh, Popham's I believe was the brand of snack. And it was, uh breaking bad where they had um, Jesse and heiselman are making making them like in their um, they were making some kind of snack in their uh, Winnebago and it's kind of a throwback to the breaking bad making meth in the in the Winnebago it was a sweet commercial just to see them to- nice. together
0: okay um so my number three is actually one that you touched on already. The E Trade babies. I love I love the E Trade talking babies, especially the last yep. one that they had. Or the well, the last two. Where one is where after how many years that they had gone without the E Trade babies that they bring in the hell the chopper and uh they basically pull the original E Trade baby out of retirement. That was good. And then and then they have the like the one where they're at they're one of the one of the baby's weddings. Uh, I think that one was last year two years ago. That one's pretty good too. Can't go, can't go wrong with any of the E Trade babies.
1: No. Oh, um, my number two was uh, the one that you also recently touched on was a Budweiser one, uh, okay. the Clydesdales. But this one was the one where he had a puppy best friend.
0: Oh yeah,
1: you got me with a puppy. Like after they run together. Yeah, it was just a great. Budweiser. Budweiser. Such a good job. They talking do. Talking
0: at the heartstrings.
1: Yeah, they remember that uh, that one commercial that they had? They only aired once for the nine eleven. Shortly after, you might have to look it up. Okay. They yeah, didn't, didn't want know. to make money off of it, so they, they uh, after nine eleven they had, like, one special one that they made that was really, really heart-touching.
0: Okay. Well, I'll have to re-look that up. Yeah, because I... I mean, that Super Bowl, I remember, between the Patriots and the Rams, I just, I don't, the commercials-wise, I don't remember any of that. Um, I, n- I
1: rarely do, two. honestly.
0: Yeah. Um, Number two on my list is also another one that you touched on. The Bud Light Dilly Dilly commercials. <laughs> to the pit of misery.
1: <laughs> to the pit of misery.
0: <laughs> dilly Dilly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. The Bud Light then, like, oh, Night. You know, and... After that com- Oh my gosh, the Bud Night. Oh. Uh, because yeah. I mean, even after those, com- like after those commercials airs, that's where you just start saying to your buddies, it's just dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Except even for you and I who don't drink. So it's just. Like, right. Oh, that's always such good times. <sighs> <No. laughs> I mean, Bud Light, again, Bud Light, they used to always come up with the funniest commercials known to man. Oh. Um, 100%. Like so hopefully they eventually get back on that track.
1: Yeah. Um, um And my, my number, number one. But- is a set of them, I guess. The progressive Don't Be Like Your Parents commercials. They get oh, me yes. every time. I absolutely love them. I might have too much in common with some of the people on it, but it is fantastic television.
0: Uh, yeah, see? Those are the good progressive commercials. Those ones are like the ones that they used to do with Baker Mayfield. Like, oh, Kind of yeah. jumping away from the Flow ship because that I think that ship has sailed yeah, it's kind of ran its course but oh my gosh yeah the yeah the being like your parents ones are pretty good oh, those <laughs> like are
1: fantastic
0: right, right on the nose <laughs> um so my number one it might anger some people i'm just gonna give a fair warning here um i'm a i'm a big chevy guy i hate fords with a passion which is ironic considering my one of my favorite nascar drivers is a ford or drives a ford but in 2012 um they had this chevy apocalypse commercial um, it's one of my favorite ones. Yes, Thank you for telling me i number one for giving.
1: Just uh, for all you viewers, I have been giving Andy the finger since he started saying this because I am a Ford guy.
0: Well, We all make mistakes, Cody. We all make mistakes. Yeah,
1: your parents made one.
0: <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> wow. That, okay, that really came out left field. That was good. That was really good. Um... Or like was that? Okay, so back, back back to my wonderful Chevy apocalypse commercial. So you know, like back in I think it was 2012. You know, the world was going to end. Um, oh yeah, or yep. It was because of the Mayan calendar, or whatever. The Mayan calendar, yeah. Yeah. So they have. So Chevy made this apocalypse commercial where they show it where yeah the world's ending, everything's covered in rubble, and six six guys emerge in their Chevy uh, Silverado trucks. And as they hop out, they're all kind of surveying everything and looking at one another. And then one of them makes a comment of. I believe it's Where's Dave? And then the one guy says Dave didn't drive whatever I think Chevy's tagline is for the their most reliable truck or, or whatever whatever they use for the Silverado. Dave drove a Ford, so he didn't he didn't make it. And then uh there's this uh let's see, then there's this black guy who's holding a box of Twinkies, because you know Twinkies can survive anything, yeah. and it can last forever. And he just says Twinkie, like offering a Twinkie. It is That's one of awesome. my favorite commercials. It's very underrated. But, I, oh, I love it so much. See, Especially, it, and it also plays on my hatred of Fords.
1: Hmm. <sighs> I thought I was friends with you. I...
0: We were friends? Uh, oh, that's breaking news to me.
1: You literally say it at the beginning of every episode. Yeah, I can lie. The beginning of every episode. is started with my friend, Cody. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> You're
1: going to have to change that up now.
0: My acquaintance? Come on, <laughs> My acquaintance. Okay, he just uh, gave me some bulletin board material for next week, so we're good. I guess. Or some ammo for next week. Oh,
1: I do want to give Andy a congratulations. He, for the first time ever, <sighs> won our Pickums League. He has it sewed up. He has a two game lead, and we both picked the Chiefs this week, so I should he me a belt. is. You better make make a few and give me a couple of them.
0: No, I'll make it a rotating belt. No, starting, starting now.
1: Uh, starting now, okay. Starting now,
0: starting now. Since I won, those are the rules. Since I, you won. know what, I
1: I do have a I do have my old uh, somewhere my fantasy football trophy yeah. that we went to a belt, and so the trophy is not used anymore. Nice. We could do that and have it like. If you ever get this up on YouTube, it could be displayed in whoever the winner's background is for a year.
0: Ooh, I can know. Okay, I know. Now you got me, gave me a little motive I'll, to put this on YouTube.
1: I'll have to look it up, but look look for it. I think I have it. I think I know where it is.
0: Okay. But yeah, so, Cody, I just, I, like I said, I can't believe that we're here at Super Bowl Sunday. I really can't.
1: I know. We started this, and when was our first episode
0: 13, 14 weeks ago.
1: Oh, and here we are. Now we're going to have to figure out what to talk about for the next seven months. I think we'll be good.
0: Yeah, NASCAR's on for the next like nine months.
1: This is a sports podcast, Andy, not a hobby.
0: (sighs) I got nothing. I got, I got nothing. I I might have lost for words. I got nothing. Uh,
1: do you have any, uh, listener questions this week?
0: Um, I don't know at all. Okay. I actually, I do. I have two. One is from me and the one is from our buddy, Mr. Logan Breno. Um, Logan wants to know what's one secret or one like answer, one question you would, you want to know the answer to like for, exa- for example, for listeners, like before this year or within this past year, like people would say who killed Tupac or who, who killed Biggie Smalls, which. I think
1: we figured that who, out already um who killed
0: jfk yeah
1: one. so what do you got that's not mine mine, yeah. mine would either be who was jack the ripper um andy has no idea who that is or never heard of him because nope. he does not follow true crime at all uh but jack ripper nope. was one of the m- most notorious serial killers of all time in europe um and then but the only reason that is my go-to is because I believe that they uh, they solved the zodiac killer the zodiac killer uh, they they said they solved it this last year but it's not officially closed because the guy that did it had died but so if it wasn't for the zodiac killer it'd be that that one's a bigger mystery to me, but since they supposedly figured that one out, I'm going with Jack the Ripper.
0: Okay, um, I'm going to go with what's in Area 51. That's all I want to know. I think that's what everybody wants to know. What are they hiding there? That's we big, all that's
1: what a good very good question. Yeah,
0: yeah. If we want to dive deep into the conspiracy wormholes here, but that's that's where I would go for. They're out there yeah they're listening to us right now oh Um, yeah so okay and then i also had a question of my own kind of similar to kind of along the line of last week's question where i asked you like who would you want to narrate the rest of your life um this one came from a discussion at work i don't know how like we got talking about wrestling i really don't somehow somehow it started off with me body talking about me body slamming my brother when i was six and he was two Um, which brother austin
1: austin andy's brother
0: Yeah, that guy. Um, Yeah, I was never allowed to watch wrestling again after that. I wonder why. Um, Yeah, somehow we got talking about that, and then it popped into my mind, because then we got talking about, like, John Cena and talking about his entrance. So what came into my mind is kind of like, you know, like how either wrestlers or, like, baseball players have their, like, own little entrance music for when they enter either the rain or the batter's box or whatever. Yep. What would be your entrance song for when you just entered in anywhere?
1: Um so I was telling some of the stuff we discussed a little bit beforehand just to give each other an idea. Um yeah. and and one of the ideas I discussed with Andy was one of my favorite movies was um I think it's called Warrior. It's got Tom Hardy and I I can't remember what the other brother's name but uh, but um they were in a UFC type or MMA at least fighting thing like in a competition and they had to fight each other in the finals but the other brother not Tom Hardy was a high school teacher that couldn't make ends meet and he went into it to try to make some buck and uh his entrance song he used some psychological stuff and he he would play Beethoven as he walked in like classical music and I thought that was really cool but, in reality, uh, I'd have to pick a, probably either a Stained or an Aaron Lewis song, um, or because of the day-to-day, I, I'm going to say, Should Have Been a Cowboy by Toby Keith, rest in peace, he passed away on the day of, or maybe the last night, or was it the day of
0: yeah, it was either it was either last night on February 5th or this morning on February. 6th. It was
1: February 5th. Okay. That's what I read. Um okay. but let's see. I'd probably go with uh, right now uh, Stain's newest one of the newer songs, uh Confessions of the Fallen. Okay.
0: Okay. I like I don't know that song at all, but okay.
1: That's, yeah. How about you? Um,
0: so for me, like it, part of me thought maybe it'd be cool to go like with Guns and Roses' Paradise City, like like the entrance, like the opening of that song. It is pretty pretty cool opening. Or Poison's Nothing But a Good Time because I'm I'm always happy, always think life's good. But for me, the number one answer what I would go with is no question, Molly Hatchet flirting with disaster. Also known nice. as the open the title song to my favorite NASCAR video game of all 98. time, NASCAR '98.
1: Hell yeah, that that is so cool. That that is a game that me and you both talk about as goats. Like, I know not a oh, widely no. known game as as a goat, but like, I have so many good memories. I actually bought that game twice.
0: I think I did too, because did speed- uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: the the one came with a. I had it, and we wore played it so much that we might have. Started wearing the disc out, and it came with it, they re-released it with a with a 50th anniversary of NASCAR or something like that. Yep. There was a badge that came with it, and nice. uh, I kept that badge for years. A little metal, metal. Well,
0: and I remember we uh we used to actually have the steering wheel and the pedals. Oh that. yeah. Oh, that was always fun. Well, oh, my dad and I had so many fun battles on that game, and then me and Austin did too. Oh, my yeah, my dad and fun. I
1: would sometimes we always played Bristol. Oh yeah,
0: no, that's what Dad. Fi- I, that's what Dad and I always played. Yep,
1: yeah, fifteen. We do a fifteen lap race of Bristol before I went down to the school bus in the morning. Some days, and it always come down to like the last turn or the last like it was always close. Until I learned to cheat.
0: <laughs> oh, it was kind of like me and dad for that, except I got good. And it just.
1: Yeah, that, that, that eventually happened too. So yeah. I just got good and kind of sucks. Like looking back, like, because knowing how much my dad was probably enjoying that too. And then I yeah. got to be where I was way better because I was a kid playing video games. Yep. I had more time for it than he, he did.
0: Yep. But, oh uh, yeah, be, I mean, between the opening the Molly Hatchet, Flirt with Disaster, and then just the rest of that soundtrack is so Yeah,
1: awesome. there was some good songs in there. I
0: mean, and the thing is, but I think the rest, the, the rest of the music, I don't even think it was actually songs. I think it was just, it was literally just music.
1: Uh, there was another song in there. Um, oh. Because there was one by uh, Primus. Um, okay. This... Jerry was a race car driver.
0: Okay, okay. Uh Yeah. But yeah, that that's what I would go with. The opening, especially the opening to Flirt With Disaster, just Heck like, yeah. da, 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 da. I don't like, I don't think I am I don't know how much I can actually say, but i go look done and on and on and on and on and yeah, like that. Um, so, yeah. A good one. so anything else you wanna cover in our little pre Super Bowl episode?
1: Um just uh, like, spread the word, subscribe um eventually watch
0: yep we'll get there eventually
1: <laughs> um follow our facebook page Yep. right now eventually we'll try to get more active on our twitter and instagram too
0: yeah i think uh, i have some ideas on what i'm going to post to those this week
1: okay so um yeah and keep sending us in uh, questions or observations or things you want to hear us cover, uh, we love hearing from you. It's kind of a cool feeling to actually talk to somebody, especially when it's somebody unexpected that says that they're listening.
0: Yep. Well, and, and if there's stuff that you guys don't like, just feel free to let us know. Unless it's was NASCAR, then I will keep talking about that until I turn blue in the face.
1: I've, I've tried, Ben. I've tried.
0: Yeah. As you can tell, I'm very good at listening. So, <laughs> so but yeah, um, Yeah, just keep spreading the word. We'll keep trying to do our best to do the same, and I guess, Cody, without further ado, send us away.
1: Fullbacks are people, too.
0: Enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. Cody, before we go, let's raise our glasses. I don't know if you have anything left in there. I got lemonade. Okay, raise your glasses to Toby Keith.
1: I wish it was a red solo cup.
0: Oh, that would be legendary. But thank you, Toby, for all the memories. Thank you, everybody, and we will see you next week.